Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole. All right, all right, all right. Out, out, out. Hey, everyone. Welcome to one-on-one with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Jasper Cole, coming to you live from Sunset Gower Studios right here in a a very rainy Hollywood, California today. Uh, Let me give a shout out to my director and producer, Mr. John Williams. Hey, Hey, Jasper. Good to be back. Well, how about this unexpected rain today? (laughs) No, I was drenched coming in, but yeah. Well, you know, L.A. We need it. They freak out with two. This will be a storm watch El Nino, right? 2016. <laughs> right. But we need it. We need it. So it's all good. We do need it, yeah. right? I mean, we, we're still way, way behind. We had that one big storm a couple months ago, but we're so far behind. So yeah. anyway, well, listen, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. It's Wednesday, five, 5 o'clock as always. Um, please follow us on Twitter, one-on-one J. Cole. Facebook, one-on-one with Jasper Cole. You can also go to my website, jaspercole.com. And when you go to the website, please go to ubnradiotv.com and go to my host page, and you will see that we have 26 wonderful sponsors. Our newest one is... Bentley Dog Products, and we also have 25 others. All of us here at One on One with Jasper Cole are proud to announce our 25 affiliate advertisers, and they are all .coms. E-File, InterServer, ZipRecruiter, Hilton Hotels, 3-Day Blinds, Adam and Eve Toys, Bullguard, Prime Slots, Russell Stover, Booking.com, Suzanne Summers Bath & Beauty, Quest Nutrition, Sur La Tabla, and Extended Stay America. Additionally, we have EUK Host, Canvas World, Cheap Air, 21st Century, Liberty Mutual, Course Smart, Advanced Auto, Fandango, Meet Mindful, Flare Play, and Jewelry.com. Thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors. And now back to the show. Yes, indeed. We're so grateful to have all our sponsors. And again, please go on to the uh, UBNRadioTV.com page. Go to the host page and see something you like. Click on it and make your purchase. So um, anyway, JW, it's uh, another great day. Um, We have a special guest coming up today for all of our reality TV fans. We have uh, Sunday Carter. She's one of the stars of Marriage Boot Camp on the We Network. Uh, Friday nights at nine o'clock, and I believe this Friday is the uh, season finale. So she will be joining us to tell us all about the experiences that she is having with her ex-husband Cedric. They have quite a story. Um, we'll we'll wait and let her tell us about that. So you'll let me know. I will. J J W. When we need to do that. Yeah. But in the meantime, a lot of stuff in the news. Did mm-hmm. uh, Did you watch the Grammys this week? I did. Yes, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> what did well, you think? Well, a lot of people don't know, or they should know, that you're an amazing singer. Oh, thank uh, you. And really amazing. Oh. And 
I'm always curious because you because of your expertise with with music and singing. You know, there was this brouhaha with with Adele. Yes, yes. Um, I I'm not a singer, so I watched it. I didn't see the five o'clock. I saw the eight o'clock feed, which it doesn't matter. They mm-hmm. didn't have time to edit. But mm-hmm. I, to be honest, other than like the mic going out for a second, I thought she sounded great. Now, as a singer. Mm-hmm. Were you noticing flat notes and stuff like that? Yeah, I was, but you know, it has to do a lot probably with what was going on in her ear at the time. Um, you know, what had happened was a mic had dropped, uh, a mic that was miking the piano, and it landed on the actual, you know, the, the strings on, in the piano. And so it actually, if you listen closely, it sounds like a guitar is playing in the background. And someone had actually thought that it was Bieber's uh, set that um, he was he was back uh, doing a sound check, and they thought that his uh, guitar was live. But the story that everyone is re- reporting, and Dell herself is reporting, is that uh, a mic fell. Uh, you know, one of the uh, acoustic mics fell into the piano, and it's and landed right on the string so it sounds like a guitar playing and it was very interesting if you go back and, and replay it you can you can hear it it's it's in the first part of the performance um and they they, they eventually get it fixed but by that time you know it 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 would un, it would make you very nervous uh, performing live in front of all those people and she did an amazing job holding it together and uh, and trying to sing through it and 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 you know when you get nervous like that you your voice tends to freak out too you know so there were some freakouts in in that and uh, but she tried her best to hold it together and and uh, I think she did an incredible job despite the circumstances and and she's been honest to talk about in the past that she's very um she has stage fright mm-hmm. and she's ner- she's oh, yeah. nervous so apparently this really, <laughs> this really was like baptism by fire because yeah that's that's tough that's really tough yeah apparently at her live shows she's she's so fun and she if something like this happens she'll just start over you know mm-hmm. she'll make make note of it and start over so but again to the untrained ear like mine i I had been seeing all the um, stuff on Facebook prior to it. So when it got to that point, I was like, um, where is it? Because, yeah, you know, I was expecting this travesty where she, like, right. they lost it or well, something. Well, it was, it was just, you know, it wasn't her best because we're used to hearing her best. And so, you know, right. um, but it really had a lot to do with nerves and, and you know, starting off like that. And you're it's such an intimate performance with just a piano and a microphone. You right. know, um, she had no no strings, no bass, no no uh, drums, nothing to to hide behind. You know, and to insulate her voice, so it was really out there and uh, literally out there in front of all those people as well in live performance. But uh, you know, she she really handled. Uh, Do you see what she wrote on in Twitter? She 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 said she ended up at the In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger. She's like, so maybe it wasn't a bad thing after all. So in, in her in her you know her wonderful, especially for anyone that emotionally eats. Yeah. You know, everybody felt like they could relate to yeah. you know something bad happens, something good happens yeah. on an In and Out Burger. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought you know I thought the whole show. I mean, when you think about it, this was like. An amazing concert because they were at the Staples Center, yeah. which you would be like at a concert. But um, from Lady Gaga doing David Bowie to – I'll be honest with you. I thought one of the standout vocals was Demi Lovato in the um, Lionel Richie tribute. tribute. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I guess she's always had a voice. Oh, but, yeah. I, you know, for me, I didn't know she had that. Oh, yeah. She really she really shined, I thought, uh-huh. in, that, in that performance. Um, 
There were so many, singer. but what did you think of Lady Gaga? Because apparently David Bowie's son didn't like it, huh? Tweeted, you know, that's kind of disappointing. But um, I thought I thought she was great, and it seemed like everyone else loved her. So. I, I loved how she incorporated technology into the performance with the um, the, the holograms, and and uh, you know, I think that was pretty amazing. And uh, she really she she brought sort of that era up to. How do I say this? She reinvented that era, you know, and, and but kept true to form to him. And a lot of people were criticizing that she was mimicking or she, you know, she should have just sang it her own way. But she really was just trying to uh, pay homage, I think, and and, uh, and 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 to bring him into, you know, if he was there performing, I guess. Well, and then also she has been very honest in the press. She, he, he, David Bowie was a huge influence for her yeah. in, in her her whole stage persona. So, mm-hmm. you know, for her... She, well, isn't that she, where the name came from? Uh, Gaga? Oh, I guess so. I never thought about that. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. I, um, I didn't know... You, I'm sure you're right. I never thought about it, but I couldn't think of anyone... I mean, some people... Older people, meaning my generation, they were they were thinking Grace Jones would have done a, a great job. But you know, I want to say to people, you have to remember, this is a television show, and yeah. as much as people love Grace Jones from a certain generation, if you think about who's gonna who's gonna tune in to see what are the ratings going to be? Are you going to see Gaga or Grace Jones? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, that's you can't you can't please everyone. Um, uh, in the same vein, you know, Natalie Cole's family was. Ugh. Really upset, and you know I have to agree because I agree too. She had twenty-one Grammy nominations, and she won nine of them. Mm-hmm. And, and David she can Bowie, sing. She can sing. I don't know if people realize how Natalie can sing. I, I heard a duet of her and Whitney singing together, and it blew me away. I had no idea she could sing like that. Uh, I think it was "Bridge Over Troubled Water" or something like that with Whitney okay. Houston, and she held it. I mean, to Whitney. <laughs> I was like, "Wow." Well, you know, honestly, I mean, I it's, then I heard today David Bowie had he only won one Grammy, and I think he had like nine nominations. I mean, but again, yeah, I think it goes back to what we just talked about—a a visual, you know, yeah. theatrical performance, sort of like a Mar- Mariah mm-hmm. Carey who just kind of stood on stage and sang. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know visually if they were thinking about, you know, but then like you know, um, my friend Verdine from Earth, Wind, and Fire got to do a sort of mini tribute. At least he got yeah. to, they got to mention Maurice, the brother passing. B.B. Um, King got its own notice, uh, recommend, you know, Glenn Fry got a special tribute. So, yeah. And then did you hear also that the sister, Natalie's sisters and the son, they were sitting like in the nosebleed of the Staples Center? No, I didn't know that. They had to use binoculars to actually see the stage. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, so I don't know what the producers were thinking because that was just um that was bad. That was really yeah. bad. Yeah. Um I I don't know if you're a Tori Kelly fan. Yes. You, yeah. you know, I've been sort of watching her career over the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. Well actually I, you know, because I'm an American Idol yeah. freak, <laughs> uh-huh. I remember her being on I think season five. Uh-huh. Um she made it to the top twenty five and then she top twenty four and then she was cut. Uh-huh. Um but she's now with Justin Bieber's manager, that guy, Sonny. I think his name is Sonny. But I noticed that, well, of course, once she got with the new management company, everything just kind of took off for her. Yeah. I, 
isn't that the way it works a lot of the times? It's 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 all about those networks, right? And well, yeah. plugging your talent into those networks. Um, I love her voice. I think she has an she has a really great sound. I think you're talking about Scooter Braun. That is that. that oh, I said Sonny, right? Scooter Braun. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. She, and you know he's he is actually branching out into TV and stuff now. I think he's working on a, on that show, Scorpion. Believe it oh or not. really? Oh wow! Does yeah. that mean Justin's going to be uh, doing dramatic <laughs> I acting? Now? I don't know, but I thought that was really interesting. When because I was based on his dramatic acting on the Grammys, here's the thing: like, I know he's made a comeback, and I know he's he really does have a great album. Um, I just don't think he's a great performer, mm. and so when he try he tries so hard on stage, and then for me, it just I'd rather just hear him and not see him. Do you ever watch the? Uh, the carpool karaoke with <laughs> oh James Corden yes oh the, I that James Corden he has really got a great show that's one of the best things he does on there yeah and and I think you really see a side of Bieber um, during the karaoke that is I, I that's when I really and I was like wow I, I really like him I do I, I like him yeah see and that's that's what I'm saying but I thought the the performance the other night yeah didn't really didn't translate like that yeah. you know he still came off as like he's trying hard to be sort of hip and mm. i don't know but his voice is great i mean the you know they you know success is the best revenge mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think this new album and you know that's the work speaks for itself but i just didn't but now of course we have to get to the big the big taylor swift <laughs> thing and it, but again see now i'm reading you love Facebook. taylor <laughs> well, you know, I'm reading on Facebook about yeah. wait till you get to the end, wait till you get to the end. Yeah, and yeah. of course, I'm anticipating this hellacious smackdown. But yeah. I mean, so it was kind of anticlimactic for me because uh-huh. I was expecting, I thought she called him out by name. or But in hindsight, now that I went back and realized that he had been tweeting that, you know, he made her famous. But, but, but the truth <laughs> is, between you and I, yeah, yeah. he did make her famous. I mean... When he stole her award that time on the MTV Awards, mm-hmm. I, that put her on the map. Now, since that point, she has definitely earned everything she has. You know what I mean? She's she's done it all herself. So I would I would agree to say that it increased her visibility. <laughs> I don't <Yes>. know. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I think a lot of people for the first yeah. time yeah. that were not her fans to start with yes i had never heard of her and she reinvented herself with the, the new sound that she's doing it's more pop um pop than less country you know what i mean it, it it's it's um it's more for radio um though country radio i mean it's more crossover i guess well, she's another one for me that i don't really need to see perform i i think she's very gangly and sort of <laughs> awkward and i mean i mean she's got a beautiful face and she's she's a decent singer i know she's I just find her sophomoric and uh-huh. and she's too old now to still be like a teenager. Like I don't she's still her lyrics are sophomoric, this whole uh-huh. girl squad shit that she does. It it just all seems like <laughs> Well, tell us how you really feel, Jasper. <laughs> well, it just now, you know, I've always given her props for being an amazing businesswoman yes, and yes. for treating her fans so nicely, but I just over her sophomoric lyrics and I, you know, I have this feeling that she's not the really super nice girl that she tries to be. Mm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think there's more. There's a lot of passive aggressiveness to uh, Taylor. 
But, you know, she's welcome on this show anytime, of course, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right. Right. Well, she's, you know, the, song, the songwriting, you know, and the, uh, and the singing, the, the new sound, I, I, I've, I've downloaded quite a few of, of, of the songs because um, before I wasn't a big fan, now, yes. And I think the same, hap- the same happened with Bieber. I, yeah. You know, before I wouldn't listen, I, and now I'm I'm I think maybe download three or four of the tracks. I was like, well, I have to be honest with you. It's the same way with me. I, even Demi Lovato, even Selena mm-hmm. Gomez mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. a couple of songs that I, I I start hearing, and at first I think, wait, is this Kelly Clarkson? Who is this? You know, mm-hmm. and then I find exactly. out later. You know, then I find out later it's Selena Gomez. Yeah, so. that's what I love about Shazam. You do, do you Shazam anything? I, I don't, but I'll be honest with you, on Time Warner Cable, they have a music channel, and they, they profile all these, or they have songs playing constantly. Uh-huh. That's, that's where I first started hearing uh, Tori Kelly. Yes, yes. And so that's, um, that's what happened there, too. But no, overall, but, you, but honestly, the ratings were one of the lowest um, yeah. since 2009, which was surprising. You know. Well, I think everyone loves the AMAs. The Grammys are a little too stiff, but I think for for the most part, it it had more energy this time than the previous years that I've I've. Uh... Yeah, I think they also did a nice job of uh, combining some of the older music with the new music. I like the yeah. I love the duets. The thing they did with the duets where they had the mm-hmm. two singers sing each other songs. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I I I think they did some daring. Uh, performances this time around and it's unfortunate that the ratings weren't that high because i don't know how many people are going to go back and watch it unless they just catch the highlights right and again with this day of tivoing everything you Mm -hmm. know so many people tivo stuff and i don't that that doesn't reflect in the ratings so it's kind of hard to you know you'd think by now they would fix that yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> I mean, our live shows versus archives. Yeah, you know? yeah, you'd think that there'd be a way of tracking that with some sort of Nielsen. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, listen. We I think should we take our first break, and when we come back, I think we're going to be joined by our special guest, uh, Sunday Carter, and we'll get into hearing all about uh, marriage boot camp and the uh, the season finale coming up this Friday night at nine p.m. Sounds great. Okay, everyone, please come back. You're listening to 101 with Jasper Cole. When I look into your eyes It's like watching the night sky Or a beautiful sunrise Well, there's so much they hold You're back one-on-one with Jasper Cole. Howdy, everyone. Well, welcome back. Here we here we are on this rainy Wednesday in Hollywood, California. But um, I actually love the rain. Uh, John, how are you? Welcome back. I am doing good. We got Sunday here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well, listen, everyone. As I promised, we are very happy to be joined by our very special guest, reality star, the wonderful Sunday Carter. Hi, Hi my dear. Hi. How are you? I am terrific. Thank wow. you so much for. 
for joining us today. And thank you guys for having me. This is amazing. <laughs> I love well, the studio. <laughs> I, I appreciate you braving the, uh, the, the elements. I'm going to call it the storm, which okay. is so embarrassing right, for L.A. And she smells beautiful. Oh, I was just like, um, the, the whole room just smells gorgeous because she just walked in. Thank you. Well, I know. She's quite a beauty. She well, is. First, I got a picture up on the screen. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it like natural right here? No, no. It's a, it's oh, okay. a, yeah, it's an image. So okay, it's an image. We're on audio broadcast, but yeah. yeah, they can check you out. Well, listen, uh, congratulations on, on Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars. Thank it's, you. It, it's been quite a, quite a season, I guess. Yeah, it's been a, a roller coaster for me, obviously, an emotional roller coaster. And I mean, I think. At some point in time, you have to go through a roller coaster in mm-hmm. order to get to the other side and get that tranquility and that peace. And I was able to do that. So thank you, Marriage Boot Camp. Thank you, Elizabeth, Jim Carroll, you know, the whole entire <laughs> team, David, Ilsa, everybody. Well, listen, um, I want to remind everyone that it's uh, on the Wii Channel yes. uh, Friday nights at 9. Now, this is your season finale coming up, right? Absolutely. You have to tune in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> tune in. <laughs> I have goosebumps. <laughs> wow. Well, now, listen, I love. I want to talk about you, my dear, because okay. it's all about you. Right. Um, I want to hear your journey. You know, where did you grow up? Where did Where did all this start for you? You know, I actually was born here in L.A., And I was an army brat, so we moved around a lot. And I say this in all of my interviews, but we ended up in, you know, Philadelphia. So that's where I was actually raised. And for me, my parents installed like the arts into me when I was very, very young. So I don't know. I was doing a a McDonald's commercial at the age of like four or five, maybe six. I'm not sure. (laughs) But yeah, so they instilled the arts. I played like the French horn, the violin. I did everything outside of the box that you know african-american kids weren't doing Mm. at that time and you know i danced and i wasn't really into sports and that kind of thing so what happened was as i got older and went to college which that obviously were was my parents uh you know preference for me to do I went for three years and like an idiot dropped out, but I fell in love with what I fell in love with and that was the arts. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just went back to my roots and I dropped out of school, which was Temple University, and I started uh, taking theatrical classes and doing cold reads and things like that at Freedom Theater. And I kind of snuck and did it, you know, behind my parents' back. They didn't, know, <laughs> they didn't have a clue that I had done this and had a freaking heart attack once they found out. But, you know, it, it was for the better. And it, I felt like I wanted to do what Sunday wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to live my life through my parents' eyes, if that makes sense. Sure, absolutely. So, yeah, I was reading that you've, you know, you've always had a love of the arts and you have a, uh, a real interest in acting now, yes. right? Yes. Still. Still, yeah. still, yes. I've done, what, 11 or 12, uh, you know, feature films. And I have another film coming out, Forgiveness, so you guys have to check that out in a few in a few months. I'll give you a little bit more detail once I find out the release date and everything. Sure. Now, by the way, um, do you have a website where everyone can find you? Are you... I do. Uh, <laughs> and what is that? It's therealsundaycarter.com. Oh, I love that. That's easy. Thank and, you. of course, Twitter and... Instagram and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, my Twitter is Sunday Carter, and then my Instagram is Sunday Carter underscore. Got it. Now, is it true your really close friends call you Sandy? 
<laughs> it's Sandra. <laughs> oh, Sandra. Okay, thank you. Sandra. 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 Sandy would be. Uh, that's uh, you're too diva like for Sandy. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know I'll, what Sandra is about though. I'm like, why do you guys <laughs> call me that? <laughs> it's weird. You know, when I hear Sandra, I just think of Jack A. Harry on 227. Oh, but wow, yeah. That's what I was thinking when I said <laughs> it, yeah. I think I just aged myself. I think, I, uh, you even I, know I, who we're talking no, about? No, I know who she is. Jack A.? Jack A., yeah, uh, yes, making, I know who she is. Yeah, she's been making the rounds lately. She's yeah. been on Young and Hungry and uh, a few other shows recently. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, because her name was Sandra. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, so anyway, so... So how did so reality TV for you just kind of was you just kind of stumbled into it right it I, wasn't I did stumble into it uh you know I was on Basketball Wives LA season three and I just wanted to kind of go out of the box a little bit because I had took a little bit of a break from acting and then reality TV it was such you know in such high demand I just decided to try it and I'll try anything once I think so mm -hmm. I decided to you know go out and step out there and wow <laughs> that's all I can say is what the heck did I get myself into so now I'm looked at as not only an actress but a TV personality which is you know it's great but Initially, like I said earlier, you know, um, my, my foundation and what my passion is, is acting. Right. Well, what's interesting, too, is were you uh, had you been a fan of because I mean, I'm true confession. I'm a bit I'm one of the few people that I'm one of the few actors who really loves reality TV. Um, right. Were you a fan of reality TV? Had you watched uh, Basketball Wives or any of those shows before? Absolutely. I think reality TV is everybody's guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're so in tune to it. You DVR it. You watch the marathons, but you really don't tell anybody. <laughs> right. We're all closeted. Like, yeah, all we're like all in the, well, yeah, we're all in the closet. We haven't, you know, come out yet. Right, right. But, uh, you know, of course, you know, the, the crazy people that get so emotionally in tune to this it's like they feel like they know you so they come out and they you know take these personalities and they take these edited versions of whatever it is and they put it all together and they come onto Instagram and Twitter and they say all of these horrible things and they just they just judge you based off of what they see and right. they, they really don't understand television at all so clearly you know because people think that they know me and I'm like you don't know me no. from a can of paint and I don't think <laughs> that scene went that way but I'll let it fly you know I'm, I won't well, you know <laughs> a lot of people don't understand editing right exactly it's all, it's it's all, all about, about the, the edit it's all about the edit so are you shocked sometimes when you're when you're watching it back and you see what the edit is <laughs> oh yeah because for me you know so I can be very unfiltered and uh -huh. very bold and very uh brutally honest uh -huh. and especially with basketball wives I felt like I had to put that guard up and be like that because walking into a situation where you're being prejudged by girls and it's kind of catty and clickish you know I'm not the one to try to fit in I'm just going to be who I am mm. And um, yeah, so when I when I would see the edits, I'm like, oh damn, I said that. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, I said that on on this on this side over here. But what what what? Why would I say that? And who provoked me to say this? You understand? Every action has a reaction. So I'm not that much of a crazy person that I would just blatantly say something disrespectful or harmful to someone. And you know, with the intent to, to hurt your feelings, unless you get the party started first. Now, I, I might right. crash it and then finish it. <laughs> <laughs> crash and burn it. Yeah, yeah, crash and burn it. But, you know, that's just what it is. Do you get used you, to the cameras? I mean, is it just like you 
don't even know they're there sometimes? Or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you, The cameras are so invisible. I mean, you get so caught up in the moment as to what's going on. Uh-huh. And for me, I hate reality, like scripted reality. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like the whole setup. We're going to, you know, put the scene together and we want you to say this. I've been blessed enough to be able to be in situations with reality to where, you know, I haven't had to go by a script or have producers mm-hmm. tell me, well, you're not giving me enough. You know, being Sunday Carter is is just enough. It's more than enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. So sometimes, you know, they might tell me, you know, tone it down a little bit. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have Sunday. I have this theory, and I all, and I I give props. I've always been saying that I think really good reality actors are sort of great improv absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely you know and all these people take you know groundlings and all these workshops to try to improv and i don't know there's a part of me that i kind of feel like you either have that ability or you you don't don't. i agree i totally agree right i mean because Because like you said it just comes off like natural and Mm -hmm. organic Mm -hmm. or it comes off very fake right Mm mm-hmm well, now listen, you know, there's always been the the backlash with, you know, the stuff about, you know, African-American women on some of these shows. They are, I, I think it's a little racist because, first of all, I watch the Beverly Hills Housewives mm-hmm. and I watch the Orange County – I can't even <laughs> believe I'm saying this – the Orange <laughs> County Housewives and they get just as ratchet as they any do. other group, right? <laughs> but he knows his lingo, doesn't he? he <laughs> yeah, does, I do. He does. I just met – oh, God, what's her name the other day at the OK Magazine party? Brandy? Brandy Glanville. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Turn <laughs> up queen, honey. We turned up. I said, wow, you get down like that. Okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> oh, God. Brandy slammed it. I yes. mean, she just, she, and you know what I loved about her? She was sort of like the outsider kind right. of coming in mm-hmm. to that group of girls. Uh, yeah, of and girls. So, I felt, yeah. and, and I feel, I feel the connection because I was also an outsider that came into a group full of girls mm. as well. Right. That's what I could see that mm-hmm. that identity there. Yeah. Now let's okay. So let's talk about everyone. If they don't know, you are on uh, the boot camp with right. your ex husband Cedric. Yes. <laughs> which is okay. I'm loving this. You guys divorced 15 years ago. Yes. And now you are. Should we say you're toying with the idea of rekindling? That's what. Should we call it that, um, or how would you describe it? Let me. Think about that. <laughs> Hold on, because I don't want to give you the wrong answer or the wrong impression and right. get, all, get things all mixed up. But I feel like with Cedric and I, we have such a strong friendship mm-hmm. that it's very awkward to kind of date outside of us because he is like my family, like, and he's a part of my parents. Like my mother and father call him, you know, right? Their son, and he calls them mom and dad. So it's like kind of like being at a Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, he has his girlfriend at one end of the day, <laughs> the table and I have my, you know, significant other and we're all just sitting there in a weird moment. So it just makes things very, very weird. But, you know, with that being said and with us spending so much time together and with us coexisting and co-parenting, we just kind of wanted to know what the hell we were doing ourselves. We weren't sure. We were com- we're just as confused as you. So I honestly don't know. But, you know, once marriage boot camp came into play, I felt like this was a sign. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have been went to therapy to try to figure out this mm-hmm. dysfunction because I, that's what I feel like it is. And we I think we got to the bottom of things throughout the entire marriage boot camp. So many different things came out. And, um 
Yeah, so we not really toyed with being back together. We just wanted to know which way we were going. Right, right. Just to get some clarity. Yeah, on. we just needed clarity, closure. You know, there were unanswered questions. I don't know if you saw last week's episode where Cedric got caught in the lie on the lie he, detector test. Yes, <laughs> I couldn't believe he. I couldn't believe he took it. Oh, oh. no, he had no choice. Right, I know. <laughs> None I of us had a choice, and I found that very um, cliche because the entire time he was asking for honesty and he's asking for loyalty and he's asking for me to tell the truth, and then within the segment he says. She's the cheater. I don't know why I'm being asked this question. And comes out, <laughs> you cheated. Like what the hell? I just I'm I'm thrown for a loop here. So <laughs> it, well, that's when that's yeah. when you say, well, you know, lie detectors can't stand up in court. <laughs> well, they <laughs> can't, they they really can't stand up in court. But, but there's a difference between a lie and a certified lie. Thank you. Yeah. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Okay, yeah. perfect. <laughs> now, let me ask you. So during this pa- during these – and for people watching the show, they mm-hmm. know. But for our listeners who did not maybe are just going to catch it on Friday night. Right. You guys both had relationships with other people during the last 15 years. Right. And you dated other people. Absolutely. I, I actually have a daughter, an 8-year-old daughter. Right. Uh, in between time. Uh, yeah, so we definitely did. And that's what to me is what's fascinating. You know, I don't know if you watched The Real Housewives of the Potomac. That's a new show, yeah, a new I series. Yeah, I saw it one time, like once or twice, I think. Well, you know, they have a couple on there that were actually married. Okay. They got divorced and they they're actually still living in the same house mm-hmm. raising the kids or whatever. Okay. What what do you think about that? That's kind of weird, but Yeah, it's kind of weird. It all depends on the balance that the parents have you know if they have a really good relationship i mean are they sleeping in the same bed are they giving the kids a different Mm -hmm. or the wrong impression like this is what it is and we're getting back together um so i don't i don't know that's kind of tough it's kind of tough i would really have to watch it and see how that they kind of interact with the families within the house you understand what i mean right because i know how my family is and, and my kids totally know that what we're doing like Cedric and I you know at one point we weren't sleeping together and it it was what it was and then we were like okay let's try it but we set the kids down and we explained to them this is what we're doing and we want your feedback and it's a, a group effort you know so we right. want to know we would like to know what it is that you guys think I mean if you have a problem with it let us know because we're very open and honest to each other and, you know, we just kind of like to come to- together, I'm sorry, collectively and figure things out as a family, as a unit. Right. And I think what you said is so important. The key is you're co-parenting together, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you have a blended family a blend, as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, let me. OK, so I'm from Georgia originally. Okay. I've been here 30 years. But uh, let's let's talk about Mama June for a second. Love her. <laughs> OK, because she literally is from like 40 miles from where my family lives now okay. and uh and you know it was fascinating because she had her own sort of uh fall from grace you know with yeah. her other other show and it's it's amazing to see she and what's sugar his name bear. sugar sugar bear sorry <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay to see them were you uh, did you uh, were you aware of them who they were when before they were on the show with you well, you know what? Nobody knew who was going to be on the show uh, walking oh. into the house. It was we were all blindsided, basically. And yes, I did know who Sugar Bear and Mama June was 
prior to coming into the house. I just didn't know that they would be in the house. <laughs> so that's mm. the thing. Yeah, it's been fascinating. Now, how many, how how long did it take uh, to film this? How many weeks? It was mean, a while, right? Yeah, we shot for about three weeks, but you have to understand we're shooting all day, every day, because the cameras are constantly rolling, even if you take your mic off. There are cameras everywhere, so you can't get away with murder. Mm. Like, they're wow. going to they're, they're gonna catch you. <laughs> so either you just tell the truth. I mean, we had they didn't show, you know, a few parts because, of course, they can't show everything. But there was so many times where people just wanted to just break out of the house. Behind the house, there's this <laughs> lake. And, I mean, they we people were coming from, like, behind the, the bushes. And, <laughs> I mean, everybody, the, the producers, like, where's Benzina? Where, we have an APB out on Benzina. We can't find Benzina. Zena when like when he would take off and just like have a you know a, a fit or whatever and just storm off he's like storming into the woods like dude there's coyotes and stuff out there I don't think you want to do that and play these kind of games out here in Beverly Hills you know but it, it was crazy because for some reason that was everybody's escape was to get mm. out of the house because we couldn't leave the premises they would go to the back of the house which was still considered the property but it's the woods you know right. it's like what who does <laughs> that I'm, I love it. I'm it's okay like the wild the wild <laughs> you want to yeah you and then they would go fishing Benzino caught fish and I mean they they did the most that show was crazy it was madness from day say go wow hmm. and then mama June cleaned the fish and cooked them and oh my gosh I they, there was an episode where uh I believe Catherine we all wanted to make a group effort and cook breakfast and Mama June was trying to make bacon and oh, <laughs> ink you guys know ink I, you have to know who ink is Sarah yes, from Bad yes. Club. okay so ink is just telling everybody he's bossing everybody around and he's like you know you're not doing this right but he's not doing anything mind you to even help the situation but just telling everybody what they're doing wrong right. so mama june i think greased a pan and put bacon in it or something but bacon <laughs> makes its own grease so you don't need to do that so <laughs> it just so i don't think she was doing anything with the fish no she didn't like scalp the fish or do anything fry the fish she didn't do anything like that but she she, they, she just had her crisco and it's ready she to she go she had the crisco yeah. ready and that black and, and, skillet and, yep, and, yeah the skillet and she had her, her her bacon ready to go and i just was like mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to pass on that. And I think I'm going to just eat these uh, bagels and the waffles. Who made these eggs? Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I, I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, you're safe. Just, safe. yeah. Well, now, tell us, now, are, are you open to more reality after this? Um, is that something you're still open to? I know you're pursuing, you know, yeah, acting, acting roles as well, but... Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I have one more thing coming up with uh, David Totora. So you guys oh, look okay. forward to that. It's uh, I think his season starts March 11th. So you guys got to tune in and see what happens within that you know, season. Because that sounds like there's a wedding. Who said that? Oh, whoops. I get. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I it's mean, David Turturro's other show. I, I'm yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I could be pregnant. I mean, that's he could true. be doing a baby shower. I mean, who that's knows? Right. I mean, just throwing it out there, not saying that that's true, but you know, right. there's so many other elements that could possibly be. I love David's show. He yeah. um, he did he did uh, Kim Coles and her her husband Reggie. They were on our show as well. Okay. He, he's great. Oh, he oh he did their wedding, right? Yeah, he did okay. their wedding. Okay, um, yeah. 
that aired a few months ago. But, yeah, I saw, uh, I saw that. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, we'll, we'll definitely we'll look forward to that for yeah. sure. And everyone can, of course, check out your website. Absolutely. TheRealSundayCarter.com mm-hmm. and keep up with all that good stuff. Right. On the acting side, you mentioned, yeah, there's some stuff coming out. So I'm sure you'll keep everyone updated on your website and, and Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. as well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, everyone has to tune in yeah. this Friday at 9 on We to find out exactly what uh, – <sighs> What happens? Is there <laughs> is there a resolution? Is there not? You know, to see what's happening with you and Cedric. Yeah, I feel like everything has to have a resolution. I mean, we went into the house and that's what we, you know, the ultimate goal was to find resolution. And I feel like between Cedric and I, we found that. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. Because, you know, a lot of people... They 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 think that a lot of these shows, like the the boot camp shows, don't that they're all scripted and they're oh. not really real and all that. So it's no. good just it's good for you to show people that no, this is not scripted and it's real and you mm-hmm. you know things can get resolved. Yeah, and I think that when you uh, look at our show, <clears throat> excuse me, as opposed to you know not taking anything away from the other boot camps that have aired, but. There were so many different emotions, and I feel like if anything were scripted about anything that I said, the Oscar should go to Sunday Carter. (laughs) 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 Because Lord have mercy, I think I may have cried like three or four days straight in a row. It's like, who can do that? You know, you're emotionally drained. You're physically drained. You just want to get out of there. I mean, you have people watching you that you don't even know are watching you on these screens. I mean, you have behavior specialists that are just kind of watching your behavior and Mm. they pick you apart and it's so crazy because they just for some reason couldn't get my walls to come down. Mm -hmm. And that one day, I'm sure you guys saw the episode, but that one day, I don't know who they brought in, but it wasn't Judge Toller, but it was someone else that just kind of just studied me. And Mm -hmm. boy, oh boy, did they get it right. And I was like, okay. And then the drill that we did was based on, obviously, you know, a situate the situation that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. So they literally, you mentioned they bring in a behavior specialist. I mean, oh, so they're a bunch, mm-hmm. and they're watching you the whole time, right? And we don't know it. Well, I didn't. Nobody knew. You know, they're you like, didn't know no, until they they're, they're come up no, to you. No, no, no. They don't even come up to you. I'm saying I didn't know it until I watched the episode, like the very first episode. You know, you will see like kind of like these screens if you right. watch it. Yeah, you see I the screens that. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, sometimes they'll just show Judge Toller, but the behavior specialist will be behind. So we don't really get a glimpse. So it kind of just looks like Judge Toller's watching us. But realistically, <laughs> you know, they have a team. <laughs> so Break, were you just blown everybody. away when you saw that when you first watched Hell it? yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Where did this come from? I think one of the behavior specialists when we did the tango, she actually came and spoke with Jim and Elizabeth. Do you remember that episode if you saw it? I don't know if you saw the episode where they where we had to swap couples. And, right, right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, basically, I forgot her, her name is um, uh, doc, oh, yeah. Dr. Um, Dr. Oh my God! Do they let you hold on to that information, like the, what the behavior specialists write down? Do you ever get to see those notes, or do you, or do you sign away that you can't see that information? Because, like, when you do psychological testing, right. sometimes you have to sign that you won't be uh, requesting the results. They just well, report it to the employer or whoever, you know. It's kind of in your contract uh-huh. that you whatever goes on within the marriage boot camp 
is you have to give 100% and uh-huh. whatever that 100% is obviously incorporated the behavior specialist. Uh-huh. So once you sign the contract, it, it basically just gives them the green light to do whatever they would need to do and use whichever tools they feel best right. to use. So, yeah. yeah wow. I, and for me, I just, I was like, I don't really know if I care to know what these people are saying. About <laughs> the one me. that broke you down, the one that broke you down. Yeah. What, do you think that would be a good therapist for you to work with in the future? Absolutely. I think yeah. she was dead on when she talked about me mm-hmm. and she talked about pain mm-hmm. and how I kind of um, use pain in different ways and how it's temporary. And, you know, she just went into different things mm-hmm. about me that I had to look at like wow I never looked at things like that yeah I do see that when I look in the mirror I do feel like that Mm -hmm. you know so they they were there the program is so amazing and if I could do it again as crazy as it sounds I would (laughs) totally do it it. yeah I would totally do it again (laughs) (laughs) well is it something do you think as would you continue in therapy I mean I'm I do therapy as well but Mm -hmm. is there something that you're now thinking, wow, this would be good as an ongoing, just yourself personally? Well, as far as doing it again, I mean, I don't know about the process, but I mean, as far as helping other couples, you know, and just sharing my story for those who may have not, you know, seen what I went through and and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I feel like I could be some help to some people Mm -hmm. and let them know and kind of just encourage them because a lot of people even with reality tv think that you may be able to trick the audience so you may be able to trick the producers when they can call you on your bs at any time and they do right so when they when they realize that you're not giving 100 percent, and they realize that you're lying or being deceptive in any kind of way then they call you on it Mm. wow Mm -hmm. this is well listen sonny the time flies i'm so thankful that you came in today to be with us and thank you very much everyone please check out the uh, season finale of Marriage Boot Camp yes. this, Friday, this Friday, 9 p.m. on the Wii Channel. Uh, always check out therealsundaycarter.com. And my dear, thank you again so much for thank you. And much blessings to you and Many Cedric and the, and, the, and well. the whole family. Thank you. And tune in to David so you can figure out what that was about. <laughs> That's right. That's right. David Turturro. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Exactly. Well, JW, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. And give a round of applause for everybody. Yay. Yes. Yes. And everyone, we will be back here next week. Uh, same time, same place. Couldn't do it without you. Um, You've been listening to One-on-One with Jasper Cole. Peace out. Thanks for checking out One-on-One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.